Hey, uh, welcome to another episode of Four Seasons and a Funeral. This is part two of our fringe-themed one-shot. Um, we're coming from you from the edit. This is David and Nick just doing a little bit of an intro before we toss you right into where we left off last time. How's it going? David, uh, David scared the shit out of me. I was very certain that he was just like, all right, record an intro, Nick. You got this. Um, <laughs> just joined the chat and said nothing for the first like two minutes. It was great. I had to switch microphones. <laughs> Uh, listen, why switch microphones? My quality is going to be interesting for this because my microphone is in my backpack right now. Oh, well, that's fine. <laughs> this is <laughs> it's it's all good. But hello, everyone. Welcome back to um, part two out of yeah. three. I hope we'll see. Well, um, we'll see. We haven't filmed the next part yet, so we don't know how long that's going to take. Um, but hey, it's probably three parts. Maybe it's four. Who knows? <laughs> Great. The third part might be two hours long. We'll find out. Oh God! We'll Listen, see how bad Dave, we'll see how bad Charlie and I are at like solving. Take it off the rails. Like it will also, yeah. Like I have my outline for the plot, and and like Charlie and I are going to be useless. I already, you guys trying to just find, like, get into contact with him to with Roy took way longer than I thought it would. <laughs> So already great. off to a good start in that case. Oh um, yeah. Why don't we try to remember what we did last time? This will be harder for you because you don't remember you didn't edit it. I didn't edit it. Uh, I don't have a sheet in front of me that had a plot on it. Um, no. All right. So, let's see. So David, well, where did we end off? Did we ended off with you guys about or driving to meet Roy McComb. This time on Four Seasons and a Funeral, will Charlie and Nick actually make it to Roy McCoon? Or <laughs> will we get blown off the rails again? Um, what will happen with that random horse, uh, like, uh, wait, uh, horse racing place? Um, <laughs> does that have any significance? Find out this time in Four Seasons and a Funeral. Excellent. And now we'll play the intro. <laughs> <laughs> I think it'll be regular podcast intro, this bit, and then one-shot intro. <laughs> Perfect. Just really padding the time out. Well, audience, I hope you enjoy. We had a lot of fun recording this. I will speak to you again uh, in the outro. Please save me, audience. He's got me trapped in this, in this podcast. Please. <laughs> Psychokinesis, teleportation, nanotechnology, cognition, artificial knowledge, matter, cybernetics, suspended animation, deep matter, space, Four Seasons and a Funeral presents a fringe-themed one-shot, played by Charlie and Nick, game mastered by David. Um, but yeah, you guys uh, make it to the police station. Um, you guys enter, uh, you flash your FBI badges, the very excited cop who uh, answers the phone quickly navigates you guys to holding room B, where uh, Roy McComb is being held. Yeah. All right, we thank the officer and go inside to go talk to Roy. He gives you an overly enthusiastic salute and then walks away. <laughs> he knows we're not military, right? Uh, I, I'm pretty sure he's just he's just excited. I don't think they get that much excitement down here at, at 79. <laughs> The old seventy nine. <laughs> you know, they're, you they're say still that with, like you've been here before. You know, they the they they're still uh, contracted with Honda. Those chumps. <laughs> <laughs> he 
Yeah, I saw their crummy looking CRVs in the in the parking lot. <laughs> Don't measure up to the new Explorer, I'll tell you that much. <laughs> All right. So <laughs> You guys uh, uh enter the holding room. Yeah, there is a sort of slightly um larger man, um looks to be like mid thirties, um, like sort of uh, short facial hair and then sort of like dark brown hair. Um, he kind of looks up as you guys enter. He's like, "Oh, you guys are uh, FBI? Are you guys uh, Fringe? Fringe? Um, Bishop? Do you guys know Bishop?" Would you, Mister McComb? We would ask some amount of discretion, please. I'm gonna go over oh. and just like pull the plug on the <laughs> on the what on the camera. <laughs> okay, uh, roll me. A crafts, I guess. <laughs> after, well, no, specifically after he says the words bishop, I'm gonna like panic a little bit because I know that we're not supposed to be talking about that. I'm gonna look, look around and see if I can find the camera. Spotting it, I'll go over and try and like Jimmy, Jimmy out the thing. Okay, yeah, roll me a crafts. Uh, we'll count this as uh, overcoming a situation, so you'll get a further plus two to this. Ooh, that further Ooh. plus two is going to help me here. Uh, that's a four. That's a great instead. Okay. Yeah, you uh, just very quickly head over to the uh, camera, pull the chair over, stand up, and just, like, unplug the wires. <laughs> <laughs> Connecting it. Uh, to answer your question, though, Mr. McComb, yes, we are with Fringe Division. Um, oh. oh, great. Okay, cool. Um uh yeah so can you guys get me out of this well no because you you cheated according to the owner of the lucky leprechaun they they have no proof of that well then but beyond that you assaulted some security and some officers while being escorted out that is a crime mr mccoon uh, uh, they don't I don't listen. Um, do you guys want? Uh, okay, fine. Um, uh, if you offer up information on how you hit five amazingly long shot bets, which, if my math is right, is next to impossible, then maybe we can work something out. He will kind of sigh and then go, okay, okay. All right. Um, so, you know, I helped with the whole, like, I came to Fringe Division, or you guys found me because I was seeing things. Um, and then uh, Mr. Bishop uh, put the uh, drill in my brain, and then they moved, uh, they, they did something, and I could you know, hear uh, stuff from the Ghost Network, right? Yes, we've read mm -hmm. the case file. Well, when I was under um, Walter Bishop, Mr. Bishop said something interesting about uh, getting me a satellite TV. <laughs> ah, um, but I, I didn't want to bother him, so I, I decided to, you know, try myself to figure out how to do it. Um, and I know he put me under a lot of drugs, so I've been doing a lot of drugs. Um, and I realized that or one day I could hear things. Um, and what kind of things? 
well it was pretty small at first like it was it was people testing what like the network um you you mean you guys didn't build like something to monitor it uh honestly the the, the follow-up on these were were the first people to be dealing with that it's uh <laughs> what seems to be a Dimmies, civilian classified information oops <laughs> <laughs> oh um well yeah i started hearing stuff but i thought it was just you know you guys deciding to use the network for your own purposes because like hey a radio system that can work uh across the entire world it seemed like with basically no special receptors seemed like really interesting so why wouldn't you continue to use that um that point aside mr mccoom i recall reading in the case file you were supposed to come to us if you heard any voices again whatsoever yes but listen drugs cost a lot of money and i was using a lot of drugs to get on to connected to what i was hearing and so i needed money and then i realized that i could like use what i'm hearing to make money it it was small at first like it was a couple sort of like there was a couple essentially i was hearing there were, um, it was like a jazz, um, and some other dude or some other voice, and they were talking about, um, uh, what's it called? Uh, fixing races for like some sort of, uh, mafia organized crime group at the race course. So, like, I realized that I could go and I could bet on the races they were fixing to make money. I see. Hmm. And instead of being a good citizen and coming to the FBI with knowledge of organized crime, you decided to place five astronomically long bets in a row, hoping no one would get suspicious. The first four worked. You didn't think to spread it out over, you know... Weeks and months and years. No, d- d- I, no, I did. I did. I was there last week as well, and I I only did two bets then. So it's only this racetrack. Uh, yes. Hmm. Did you hear any other names other than Jazz? Um, he starts to uh talk, but then you can see like sort of um the eyes in his head roll back, and then he starts to like sort of mutter um. And you can hear, um, sort of in his in his voice, go, uh, uh, "We've been compromised. Uh, d- uh, kill, kill, uh, eliminate the jockeys." And then he'll snap back, like, "Oh shit! I said something. What did I say?" Something um, about the jockeys. Dimmy, call the racetrack. Get FBI and police support down there. Can can we? Do you think we've got enough? <laughs> I think so. Dimmy, call them now. You guys are only about five minutes away from the racetrack. Um, Tell them to meet us there. Who, and who, who, who am I calling? You're calling am the I, FBI dispatch. Or I guess am I we're in a police station. Am, am I, no. am I getting our friends at the police station to come with us? You know, assist in an investigation? Yeah, we're going to run out into the hallway, tell someone to get him medically checked out, because it looks like he just had a seizure, and then send two or three units down with us to the racetrack. Roy will kind of shout, wait, no, let me, let me come with you. Um, if you, you'll need me if they say anything else. 
yeah, we, we should probably bring him bring him with us, just in case. All right, get in the back. There's plenty of leg room. <laughs> like, oh, the new Ford Taurus. I was going to buy one of these with my winnings. <laughs> you didn't even why. need $500,000, though, because these are shockingly affordable. Amazing. Listen, <laughs> Listen the I FBI's kitted this, this one out. Zoom, zoom. <laughs> <laughs> um, You're far too old for a Mazda. <laughs> zoom, yeah, zoom's you... for the youngins now. <laughs> So you guys uh, drive to the race course. So um, are you calling um, Theus or uh, your boss or the FBI? Because uh, you've rallied some of the uh, police as well. So they're coming with you. Um, uh, are we letting our boss know what's going on? <laughs> we'll, we'll let Theus know. Okay. Because if this turns out to be nothing, then there could be worse places to be. I hear there's a room of just people looking at a pictures of a bald guy all day. <laughs> Yeah, that's the observer case file. Sometimes Broyles comes in and just looks at you. <laughs> Expectingly, waiting for you to say something. <laughs> at which point, your name comes in real handy. Um, yeah, so you guys head off to the uh, race course. Um, you guys arrive, um, and you can instantly tell that there is a commotion going on. Huh. Um, let's, uh, let, let's make our way over to the stables. That's where we might find the jockeys, I'm assuming. Um, I, I'm sure by, by, uh, amazing ability with contacts, I definitely, uh, know, know some people at the, at the, uh, <laughs> at the racetrack, David. Romeo contacts. Um, yep, that's a, that's a five. Yeah, yeah, you're, uh, you're, one of your cousins works here. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, go ahead, Charlie. I was gonna say, is there like any obvious cause of this commotion, or is it just kind of people shouting? Uh, there is definitely a people are shouting and freaking out, but it's definitely coming from the stables, is where the commotion is sort of centered. All right. Well, I guess, I guess we should tell the cops to follow us to the stables, and at, does is McComb picking anything up? Uh, no, uh, uh, no, I, I don't hear anything. All right, stay behind me. If shooting starts, hide. Uh, okay, noted. Um, it's so unless they do like a really strong signal, I won't pick it up unless I'm on drugs. Just an FYI. Are, are you I, on drugs now? No, but I have some. So if I need to take it, let me know. Okay, we're gonna pretend you didn't say that, and just for my own. Morals. Uh, this really, really hate the fact I went to that vending machine right about now. All right, let's go to the stables. All right, you guys um, rush over to the stables. Um, there is a whole bunch of commotion, and there are people like sort of screaming. You can see a couple people have like seem have fainted, and also a couple people are throwing up. Um. Ooh. Uh, pushing past everyone using your sort of your FBI knowledge, you can see that there are um, basically uh, there are uh, twelve different jockeys for the stables because uh, there are twelve horses, um, and it seems like they were just about to start a race. However, um, seven of them are on the ground, and you can see that uh, they have no face. Ah, oh, fuck off! Oh no, not that. <laughs> 
Ugh. All right. Uh, I guess I can roll lore and remember the details about this one. Yeah, sure. Uh, that is... Am I good at lore? That is a five. Jesus. That okay, is so superb. we're going to make a aspect here on the um, Google, what's it called, Jamboard, that is going to just be knowledge of skin growing, of skin growing poison. <laughs> As an aspect, uh, we'll say this is a free invoke. Okay. So at any point, you guys can ping that for knowledge about the skin-growing poison specifically. Cool. For a plus two, uh, as long as you can convince me that the knowledge would help you in whatever you're trying to do. But yeah, this is definitely related to uh, um, codename uh, Harpocrates uh, or Ability, where uh, there was a skin-growing virus that killed quite a few people, including an FBI agent. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, Harper shit, what was his, did we get um, his name? That dude, yeah, I think we did. Uh, we definitely did. Um, Harpocrates, by the way, is the Greek god of silence. I don't uh, like how well that fits. That, that does work fairly well. Um, did we ever find out if there was like a cure for that? Um, or no. are these people? Hmm. Um, are the people on the ground still struggling, or are they just dead at this point? They are not struggling. Oh, you uh, can see that the other five. So there were twelve jockeys total. Seven of them are on the ground. The other five are sort of standing there, but they don't look very well. They are sort of very pale. You can see that they're sweating quite a bit. I'm gonna ask them what did they touch. Uh, one of them turns to look at you, and he goes, "I, I, I," and you can see that he just starts puking. Oh God. Um, the others um, start to also puke, and you can see that the flesh on their skin starts to sort of melt off of them. I'm oh, come on. Why is it two different horrors? Because <laughs> uh, we had to Both of you in. roll me, we'll say, a physique, unless there's a better skill. Physique or athletics, we'll say, to um, get out of the way of the vomit. Ugh. Uh, that's a solid zero. <laughs> that's a solid one. All right, so let's look at the adjective thing. That's a mediocre for me. That I'm is not very average. <laughs> okay, so average um, job of diving out of the way of dirt. Puke. You managed to get out of the way of the of the vomit. Puke and skin. Um, Dimmy, you get some on you. Um. Uh, Dimmy's we'll I'm, like not, I'm not very I'm not very pleased by this I'm gonna try and like get it off of me like I'm like brushing it like trying to like brush it off of me um all right uh, and, like, we'll, uh, we will watch how this develops <laughs> <laughs> but yeah you guys know that this is not great to have on you is it uh, just on like Dimmy's like overcoat yeah it's just on your coat I'm, I'm just going to rip Dimmy's coat off. Yeah. <laughs> My coat is definitely coming off. Yeah. Um, I guess I'll turn to the cops and be like, call the FBI, tell them code names. Um, shit. Code names Icarus and... 
Harpocrates. Harpocrates. Not, not Hippocrates. <laughs> Harpocrates. So um, Icarus was uh, because it was a plane full of people who melted, like Icarus's yeah. wings. Yeah. <laughs> oh. David, David did his research on these ones. I did. All of them have reasons for why their names are such. Some David of them went back and horrible. went, what, what were the most horror things? I'm fully expecting one of these jockeys to be pregnant and give birth to an old baby. <laughs> Truly horrendous. No, that's what, that's, what the, that's what our cop friend is going to have happen to them. <laughs> anyway. um, I guess we have nothing else to do but watch all these people die. Uh, yeah, they are screaming. Roy, at this point, will turn to you guys, and then you'll see that he sort of eyes back, and he goes, uh, there was a person uh, called the bats. Uh, make sure you clean up that loose end. And Roy will jump back and be like, well, that doesn't sound great for me. No, we're taking you into protective custody right now. Um, I'm also... Uh, going to like obviously after we like cleared like cleared the scene and like made sure that everything's okay. I'm going to try and make my way over to where the uh, um, where like you buy tickets and things and mm-hmm. um, see if there's someone there that I can talk to, flash a badge at, and um, ask um, for the winning bets off of and like I'll use um, Roy's like bets, like see who mm-hmm. else placed trifecta bets. Okay, roll me and investigate. Uh, yes. Are you bad at investigation? I am mediocre at that. That's a two. I uh, got myself up to a fair investigation. Uh, yeah, you're able to find sort of a record of all the bets that were made. Interesting. Um, do I see any like similarities or anything like weird um, between the uh, people who place these bets? Like so, the, the ones um, who, the definitely, the first one that stands out to you is definitely Roy McComb, uh, winning five trifectas in a row, mm-hmm. uh, for racking up a total of about half a million dollars of winning. Um, the next thing is the next highest winner will say was sitting at a maybe um about twenty grand of total winnings, and they were um sort of not guessing. They were guessing um, uh. What's the word? Uh, placings. So rather than guessing like this person's coming in first, this person's coming second, this person's coming third, they're just guessing these horses will show on the podium. Okay. So they also had a really good uh, rate, but it is not as unlikely because you're just trying to guess who shows up the podium. And were there any big bets placed as well, like on the ones that uh, Roy placed on that hit? Um, definitely like those placing ones. But those, uh, no singular big bets. Could I look at it, look it over, and using my book smarts, calculate what are the like long odd bets, the most suspicious ones? Yeah, sure. Roll me academics with a plus two for uh, with with your aspect. Uh, so that is a nine. <laughs> Jesus, wait, Christ. wait, a nine? <laughs> that is one above legendary. <laughs> Because I that was a three, and I'm already graded academics, and David gave me another plus two, so that's plus six. Yeah, um, instantly there. <laughs> so Roy McComb stands out, and definitely this person who uh, that all the places. 
you know that statistically they did uh, about five standard deviations better than they should have, <laughs> just by guessing. <laughs> they are five standard de- deviations away from the mean. They must have. There must be something <laughs> here. <laughs> um, yeah, what's... I guess we'll we'll flag that name. I, I think that that's the name that we should go and see track down. I feel like that person's probably yeah. dead right now. <laughs> so that uh, the bets were made for uh, under the name of Jazz Kingston. Hey, uh, that's one of the persons. That, so that's he that okay. Thing. Um, well, knowing that he's probably part of organized crime. Uh, can we use our resources to contact organized crime and ask actually, if they have I any use my in- contacts? That'll uh. be if you're looking if you're looking to actually have like a mole or like to know someone like a snitch or something. That'd be a contacts. If you want to look at like a previous FBI case files about organized crime, that'd be resources. I'm gonna go and see if my contacts can find anything for me. Like if I if I'm I gonna contact no organized crime, <laughs> both routes. <laughs> What if we just did both, though? <laughs> uh, that's a three for me on contacts, so a good contact. Oh, there we go. That is a negative one. <laughs> that is poor. So, um, Dur- Jazz Kingston has never been arrested. <laughs> Dur, you find that there is a gang in um, Florida called the Kingston Jazz? <laughs> <laughs> and that they are a uh they do a protection racket um but they've also they're also really good at freestyle <laughs> <laughs> uh free form jazz. yes what did you get total i got a plus three so a good Okay, yeah, with the good, um yeah, well, one of your cousins uh is in an organized crime family. <laughs> How how many cousins does Dibby have? How many cousins do you want? One second. Please, please just don't figure out a number. Please make that one of your free aspects. Um, okay, yes. How many cousins do you want? I would like... 23 cousins. No, don't put a number on it. Just... just... Your aspect oh. is how many cousins do you want? Oh, okay. That's just my aspect is how many cousins does Dimmy have? Okay. <laughs> that that involves three question marks after it, so we, we know it's weird. <laughs> mm-hmm. Just every now and then, Dimmy brings up a new cousin, and you're like, but I thought, how many cousins do you have? Don't worry about it. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah. So you call him up, and he's like, "Ah, Demopolis, what's up, man?" Oh, it's it's uh, it's it's going pretty well. We're just um, you know, I, I'm I'm at work. Uh, happen to be um, looking bringing those. Looking for uh, <laughs> Sorry, you bringing those fish up, Francis? <laughs> <sighs> Yeah, you you know me, always out in that Boston Harbor, uh, do, doing that fishing. Ah, <laughs> uh, uh, sounds about listen, right. That's you, cousin. Listen, cousin what, Franny. What one of my uh, 
One of the hands of my boat uh, on the boat was talking about uh, some someone named uh, Jazz Kingston. Um, and I don't know. You're you're the you're the cool cousin with all the all the all those cool contacts. I was wondering if you knew who they were. All right, let me give me one moment as I look <laughs> up some things. What do you have to look up? My own web of lies. <laughs> <laughs> That is this one shot. Okay. Uh, yeah, your cousin. Did we name your cousin, by the way? Um, no, not yet. You you want to okay. give him a cool name? Um, well, he'll have the the same last name as you, Demopolis. Demopolis. Yep. Um, his name will be uh Kenny Kenny Demopolis. <laughs> well, no, it's, it's actually Kensis Kensis, but he goes by Kenny. <laughs> sounds like a disease um, sir you've been diagnosed with terminal Kansas uh, Kenny will go oh yeah uh, Jazz Kingston yeah that dude's uh, bad 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 news he's part of um, Little Al's uh, gang Ooh, Little Al <laughs> yeah Little Al you know Big Al's younger brother Ooh. <laughs> I'm sorry Big rough. Eddie's younger brother ah, Little go. Al <laughs> <laughs> That's right, listeners. It's the Big Eddie explanation you never got. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that, uh, that sounds rough. I'm gonna have to ask the, the my my boat friend why they why they're hanging out with someone like that. Yeah, I wouldn't be. They've been up to some uh, some uh, not great stuff. Um, yeah, actually, uh, they uh, made a couple interesting purchases. I know last uh, a couple months ago, and ever since then, they've been real menace on the streets. Um, a lot of their uh, competition has been gone missing, or like uh, ended up dead in rivers, like with their faces melted. So, uh, yeah, definitely Which... avoid them. Yikes! Well, actually, uh, on that note, um, part part of the reason I'm calling is the the guys the guy's been gone for uh, for a couple days. Um, we've, we've been trying to find him. Last thing he was talking about was this uh, this Jazz Kingston. Um, do, do you have any idea of like where where he might be? Like, if I can go see if I can see if I can find him, uh, see if he's doing I've okay. A, I'll roll something here. <laughs> okay, I got a twelve on a d twenty, so uh, Kenny's gonna Christ. go. Um, I don't know exactly uh where he would be now, but I know um sort of uh a club he likes to go to. And he oh, gives yeah. you sort of directions to uh, a club at part of the seedier part of um, Boston. Um, actually, uh, this is a club where uh, a couple people went missing um, hmm. previously. Hmm. But uh, yeah, definitely part in part of the worst part of Boston. Oh yeah, I remember. I remember Lenny uh, Lenny mentioning that club. Maybe that's where he is. I'll go look for him. Wait now, <laughs> the, now the man you've made up is Lenny. Yeah, this 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 made up man is now Lenny. <laughs> You're talking to your cousin Kenny. Awesome. <laughs> my my new my new boat friend is uh, is Lenny. Cool. I'll uh, relay. I'll uh, I'll say thank you to Kenny. Um, anytime, 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 Francis. We should go <laughs> bowling sometime. And he hangs up. Oh up. yeah, we'll have to we'll have to get the whole family together for it. How many of the how many of us are there again? Oh, uh, who who can even count that high? <laughs> <laughs> That's what I like to hear. I'll hang up the phone. Go talk to 
<laughs> talk to Eugene. Uh, all right, I guess like, we're hey, heading Eugene, to the worst. Hey, the Eugene, worst part your, of Boston. Also, go? hmm. How'd your search go, Eugene? <laughs> uh, there's the Kingston Jazz, which I think is a hockey team. Maybe I don't know. <laughs> Are they a hockey team? No, that's the Kingston Frontenacs. Oh, okay. Uh, did did your contact turn up anything? Oh yeah, my cousin's great. He always pulls through, and I uh, relay the information. <laughs> oh, I know where that club is. It's in the worst part of Boston. Boston. <laughs> Why don't both of you roll me a lore check right here? Uh, that is. That's not good a good lore. Before, that is yeah. a six. Jesus Christ. Okay, that yeah, is the fantastic. Uh, the club that they're directing to you is the <laughs> club. <laughs> you don't know. That this, is a Amy. terrible. <laughs> Dur, you know that the club that. Uh, he's leading you to is the same club that was featured in Midnight. I I thought this is the direction this was going. <laughs> made some sense. Fortunately. Yeah. Also known as Codename Empusa, who was a shape-shifting female uh, monster, Greek monster who would seduce and consume young men. Did you write Fringe, David? <laughs> what do you mean? Like, were these the internal script names? <laughs> Listen, this took me longer than I would like to admit to get the code names. <laughs> this is why I haven't seen you online that often. <laughs> oh, this oh I, yeah. I cranked it out in an afternoon, but it definitely took me longer. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I didn't have a job for a while. I still don't. I had a lot of free time. <laughs> uh, oh, man. Oh, yeah. I, I remember that club. Not only was there that vampire spinal fluid eating chick. My douche roommate died at that club to that spinal-eating chick. Wait, what? <laughs> yeah, no, this is Eugene's backstory. Is he had a really asshole roommate that he didn't like, but it kept rent low. <laughs> but, but the and dude the died. was so... killed in midnight. Yeah, yeah. Okay, he was uh, one of those guys. <laughs> was hey, he the Charlie, one who was cheating on his your, wife? Can we make one of your other aspects? All of your roommates are somehow related to Fringe. <laughs> Keeps living with people <laughs> who get like killed by fringe events. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, for sure. <laughs> who that's, die? That's why your lore's. In... That's why your lore's so good. Keeps you living with people who die in fringe events. <laughs> you knew one of you. One of your roommates for a bit was one of those kids who died in the um, uh, oh. transformation <laughs> episode. <laughs> was it transformation? No, it was um, unleashed. Also, this is also this is why he knew so much about the whole um, the skin eating disease. Yeah, that was another yeah. one of his roommates. <laughs> so, Unleashed was um, Echidna, who was the Greek goddess of monsters. Oh yeah. God! Right. Okay. Yeah. I had to remember what episode Unleashed was because I hated it so much. Yeah. <laughs> um, Typhoon was the transformation with the um, were monster in the plane. Um, typhoon, uh, typhoon was a that's... famous Greek monster. Isn't that Typhon, not Typhoon? Typhon, sorry, yeah. Good. You're right. <laughs> I'm bad at pronunciation. <laughs> <laughs> bad at it's, pronunciation. It's true. As he kind of mispronounces pronunciation. Pronunciation. <laughs> oh. There we go. 
right. Can't can't back. walk right. Can't pronounce words. All right. My walk on track. Fine. We've been the, driving uh, in our sweet Ford Taurus over to the <laughs> over to the club. Yes, you guys arrive at the club. Um, it is still only ten in the morning. We'll say at the moment. <laughs> Oh god, and we just walked witnessed a lot of murders. <laughs> yeah. Uh I assumed you called Theseus to go help clean that up, by the way. Yeah. Uh, he'll yeah. Uh, he'll okay. direct from there. Theseus we'll, we'll just will... say hey. We'll, we'll tell on Theseus the phone, to just Theseus... be like, listen. Sorry. Sorry. Yeah, on the phone, Theseus will go and be like, All right, uh, okay, yeah, I'll I'll handle this uh part. You guys keep going. Definitely seems like you're onto something that might get us our jobs back. Yeah, no shit. People's skin melted. I'm going to have nightmares about that for a week. Again. <laughs> for the second time. Did you get to shoot anyone? No, we didn't. And I'm no. just going to hang up there. <laughs> we could have done it as a mercy killing. <laughs> yes, you guys arrive at the club. Um, Roy is still with you. Um... So at this point, he will kind of zone back out and go. Uh, he zones zones out again and goes. He's not at the police station. Got picked up by two fringe agents, uh, or t- by two FBI agents, uh, heading somewhere. Ugh. Man, should we be? Uh, sh- should we have him with us right now? Like we should, but also. Right now is the safest place for him. They seem to be tracking him at the very least, and they were watching him, so. Um, Roy will kind of be like, yeah, um, please don't leave me. Uh, I, I, I've seen and heard what these people can do. I do not want to die. But listen, we got the tinted windows on the Ford Taurus. Um, <laughs> best tint, oh. best tint you can find. Listen, these monsters all drive Subarus. I'm, I'm afraid of what they're capable of. <laughs> uh, I well, I guess we'll head into the club at this point and see if there's anyone, I guess, prepping for the lunch rush. Uh, yeah, you guys entered in the club. It is very empty. There are a couple people that seem to be like doing some cleaning of it and then um sort of roy will kind of go and be like i i know this place i i think i i think they've talked about this place yeah there was a, a fringe event here a while ago well no no, no. i think more recently than that uh f- f- follow me for a second okay all right i guess we'll stay on alert and follow follow him no one seems to no one seems to care that we're in so cool <laughs> uh yeah roy will lead you guys into the men's washroom where he's you see that one of the stalls or there's one of the stalls is marked as with a little sign that says um broken or uh in out under of repairs order. out of order and he will be like he'll try to push on the door and be like it's locked it should just be right behind here um, What's right behind here? Um, if I'm right, you'll you'll see. Okay, with way too much aggression, I'm going to kick the stall door in. <laughs> okay, roll me athletics. Man, Dimmy was just gonna go and do his arts and crafts. It was gonna be great. 
Like with the aggression of finding out that your dad's GPS trip has been <laughs> cut out of his neck, I'm going to bust open. Gain a plus two. We'll save that. Uh, that's now a five. Yeah, you burst <laughs> that stall open. And you can see that where the toilet should be, there is a trap door. Hmm. Do you guys Interesting. Uh, you guys head down? Also, um Yeah, I'm gonna I guess kinda I'll... look at I'm gonna kinda look at Roy and be like, is this what you were talking about? Yes, yes, this is exactly what I was talking about. Do, do you know what's down there? Um just let's go. Let's look. I'm gonna kinda like stop him for a second and go, Do you know anything more? <laughs> I have a hunch, but if I'm wrong, I don't want to get your hopes up. Okay, right. but you'll tell us what this hunch is afterwards, even if even if you're wrong? Sh- sure, yeah. Well, then you should just tell it to us now. And he will start go heading down the ladder. <laughs> Alright. Oh, Roy's about to die. I guess we'll pull out <laughs> flashlights and head down. Yeah. Or is it well lit down there? Um, no, flashlights are necessary uh, for a bit. It is like a very dark sort of uh, hidden basement cellar. Um, you can see that there is like a sort of light switch off against the wall as well. Man, man, it's too bad that Demi forgot his flashlight back at the FBI. Fortunately, the Ford Taurus has one of those click out flashlights in the back <laughs> trunk. <that> t- <laughs> oh, jeez. No, luckily the FBI was able to put in an emergency supply kit in the trunk and still have enough space for everything you want to carry around. <laughs> what is this weird joke that we have running through? <laughs> this one shot. But yeah, Roy will flick on the light and then you guys are in this sort of large cellar area. There are essentially um, gun racks on the walls, um, several tables as well as shelving units. And you can see that Roy goes, okay, this is what I thought it was. So um, part of the reason why I didn't want to tell you guys about what I was, why I didn't come to the FBI about what I was hearing was they were talking about stuff like this. And he sort of gestures towards um, this arsenal of equipment. You can see that there are several um, vials full of different um, like liquids. Um, as well as like little trank darts next to those vials. Um, some of them have been labeled. Um, one of them is flesh rotting illness. One of them is skin growing disease. You can see that there is um, a couple sort of little, uh, they look like pills full of, of red liquid. Uh, they are labeled just with explosive. Um, you see uh, another one, you can see like a small test tube that is full of like what looks to be like little bugs. Um, and, or like some kind of insect. Uh, there are several, what looks to be like large, uh, heavy duty flashlights. Um, a couple of just grenades. Um, <laughs> as, and then you can see a, a couple of like little small cylinders or canisters that look like, a uh, uh, what's it called? Smoke grenades as well. Um, oh, and finally there is a large chest that is just full of syringes, full of this little red, um, liquid. Um, I'm going to grab a smoke grenade. 
Okay. Just in <clears throat> case. Uh, Roy will look at me like, oh, uh, those, um, right. I'm not quite sure what everything here is, but I know that, okay. So, um, there was this organization that you guys were investigating that was doing all this weird stuff. I don't remember the name. It's like ZZF something. But um, in order to get some of their funding or to get funding, they had to sort of sell some of the science that we're working on. And, well, you know, organized crime, they love their toys. So they bought a lot of sort of downgraded equipment from the organization. So that's what we're looking at right here is sort of their uh, warehouse of this of that technology. Hmm. Is there any labels on the smoke grenade so I can see if it's actually an amber grenade? Uh, roll me a lore check. Sorry, a what check? Lore. Oh, whoops. That is the wrong channel. Uh, lore is plus three. That's a five. Okay, so you can see that there is a small label that is sort of written as it is <clears throat> it is the scientific name for a toad and you know that this is the toad that was referenced in the dreamscape codenamed Dolos also known as the Greek spirit of trickery and guile um that was specifically the illusion and stigmata uh episode with the butterflies? Oh, this is gas that makes your worst nightmare come true. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. So just out of... By the way, there are uh, 11 items total that you guys can interact with in this room. Uh, uh, yeah, with that lore check, I'm just going to copy-paste what they are here. So, yeah, I guess so. Oh, God. Yeah. You have talk access to, to the flesh-rotting disease. There is a talk-to-dead-people device in one of the corners. You can see that some of the... There are basically small vials. There are two different types of small vials full of blood. One of them is labeled tech overload. The other is labeled explosive. Um, there are some of the heart parasites as well yeah. in their small little form. There is one of the intangible frames from SAFE. Uh, there are several flashlights that flash green, green, red, or the mind-stunning. Um, there are sort of grenades full of that to toad toxic that makes your nightmares come true. There are several bandages that have been treated with the skin-growing um, poison, but they've been sort of weakened versions so that instead of just uh, causing everything to grow, it only causes that specific area to grow skin. Um, you see that there are sort of vials full of half of the... Um, disease or like illness vampire thing that gives you super strength um as well as sort of several of the um jelly generating devices hmm well half this stuff is extraordinarily lethal so we can't use it what was tech overload again uh power hungry oh uh, creepy right. thigh dude yeah <laughs> creepy um, thigh dude <laughs> Yeah, uh, that is codenamed Midas because he got what he wanted but ended up becoming a monster. Fair enough. Well, I guess we should probably just press on, eh, Demi? Did, 
did we lose? Well, that was a great uh, cliffhanger. Um, (laughs) Jeez, David, I couldn't have seen that coming. That horse racing stuff, man. Uh, I can't believe how many people know. died. Audience, crash? we're recording this literally okay, seconds um, after recording hey, audience, the intro. We're going to pause so you know. for this part of because we're at um, two hours for recording. So. I am uh, now seems doing my best to remember everything that happened in that episode. Sort of a lot of people died. Boy, that cliffhanger at the end. We went next down time. into the bottom the of that uh, place Ghost in, Network the, one shot. in the horse racing place. <laughs> And well, it was the club. Things. It was the club. Oh no, that was at the club. Yeah, so right. we would have ended with you guys entering the secret bunker in the club, and then you losing connection and us not hearing you, and it's just me and Charlie, or Charlie and I oh, talking hey. for a bit, and then going, I "Wait, about that. wait, where's Nick?" And then Nick going, "Oh, guys, my my recording stopped." Yeah, thank you, thank you, microphone. Why you did that? But that's why we ended where we were, but we were at an hour recording, like two hour recording. So we're like, yeah, let's just stop for now. It was too long of a recording. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. So um, I don't know how I'm going to chop that up because I will have to chop that up a little. So I don't know how that's going to end up turning out because I have not started editing yet. But I believe in you, David. You've got this editing. Oh, fingers crossed, man. Uh, Super Bowl's today, too, so I gotta watch, <laughs> gotta edit, bef- uh, finish editing before that starts. Yeah, because that is another thing with audio. It'll be great. Yeah. But yeah, yeah audience, I don't know how much of this David is actually cutting, but uh, None hey, of it. welcome. Oh, God. I'm sorry. <laughs> why, do you, why do you have to listen to these rambles? <laughs> I hope you, hope you enjoyed the Super Bowl, audience. Um... Or didn't because you know you don't you're not a fan of that. And hey, good for you. Enjoy your Sunday in other ways. <laughs> what else are you doing? It's a pandemic. Jeez. Just watch what's the watch the big game. Or go play the games instead. Go go do your own DD one shot. We believe in you. Yeah. Um I'll post my plot summary or uh plot outline for the game. <laughs> When we're finished, so everyone can take a look if you'd like to run it yourself. That's no one's gonna run this. <laughs> I believe in them. Um, the, the like five listeners we have, there's no way someone's gonna run our dumb fringe one shot. Um, but you know what they will do, David? They'll go, Man, you didn't put in enough uh additional fringe plot elements, and you'll get some angry emails about where you could have added more fringe stuff into it. It'll be great. Come at me, audience, do it. <laughs> <laughs> David David has DM'd for multiple years and he takes this shit seriously. <laughs> Alright. Um outro shit. Uh thank you guys so much for listening. Um if you like this podcast, please feel free to subscribe and give us a five-star rating on your podcatching service of choice. Uh <laughs> you can reach out to us to have arguments with us about uh general, you know, game mastering and tabletop RPGs at um uh, on tw- you, the, we, the, the thing we normally do <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah tweet us at forsaf that's f-o-u-r-s-a-a-f or you can also email us um that email address is uh forsaf at gmail.com that's f-o-u-r-s-a-a-f at gmail.com um i think that's everything right nick Come watch us on Twitch sometime. I believe we you. haven't streamed in like a month, dude. That's fine. Um, <laughs> listen, once I see that there's a follower on there, then we'll start streaming more. It'll be great. <laughs> there's not gonna be one. That's fine.
we just we should just try to do a stream like for an hour maybe once a week get into the habit of that that, that is what we should do we should we should see if we well that's that's where we'll bring in guests um so if you're sick of hearing david charlie and i talk we'll see every once in a while we'll have guests on those ones maybe 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 <laughs> i can't promise anything but maybe all right or just be one of us all right Bye, everyone. Um, <laughs> well, next week, uh, the gang continues the one shot. Um, we find out what they could use those toys for, and we learn more about who is using all of this creepy fringe technology to kill uh, jockeys in a race course. Can't wait for it to be David Robert Jones, but mecha version. <laughs> I mean, we've already name dropped Little Eddie, which is big, <laughs> or Little Al. <laughs> Uh, so stupid. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Outro. <laughs> the theme music for Four Seasons and a Funeral is Algorithms by Chad Crouch and is licensed under a attribution non-commercial 3.0 Creative Commons license.